Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Mark. And you're listening to Cincinnati Zoo Tales. Hey everyone, welcome back. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us again for another episode of Cincinnati Zoo Tales. It's just Jenna and I today. We're talking about everything that's been dominating our life at work right now, which is the baby hippo. We do have a baby, in case you didn't know. (laughs) If you're listening and you didn't know that we have a baby hippo, I don't know. Where you been? You've been missing a lot. You've (laughs) been on a long vacation or something. (laughs) Check out the past episode. We um, talked about his birth and everything. And today is Monday. You'll probably be listening to this Wednesday or afterwards. But we announced his name today, and it's been a huge deal. I mean, we had... Over 90,000 suggestions. Insane. On what we should name this hippo. Insane. And of course, there are many, 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 many repeats. And a lot of Shreks. A lot of Shreks. You know... <laughs> Some people have to discuss. <laughs> there were a lot of Shreks. I know that a lot of people wanted that. And I know that we made it a point to let you guys know that Fiona did get her name mostly after Princess Fiona Shrek... Or from Shrek, mm-hmm. her ears... But we weren't really into the Shrek theme. No. Honestly, I felt like... I don't want to speak for the whole Africa team. Right. But when we had kind of discussed it, it's like... I felt like it was important for this baby, which we haven't said his, his name yet. No, we haven't. We're well, making him wait. Yeah, I'll say, well, <laughs> stay tuned. You'll hear the announcement. If you don't already know, which you probably do. <laughs> but as far as the Shrek name went, we felt like it was important for this new baby to have a unique individual identity definitely we didn't want to just build its entire name and identity off of hey i've got a famous sister named fiona i'm gonna play off of that right Right. and i mean unfortunately the truth is this baby won't stay with us forever Mm -hmm. so he could be leaving anytime in the next two to five years so yeah he needs his own name that doesn't necessarily just go with fiona it would be cute while quote unquote fiona and shrek are together here at the zoo but like you said if he goes on to a different facility it's not going to make sense if you just got a, a random hippo in, I don't know, Washington, D.C. named Shrek. Right. <laughs> and honestly, it shouldn't matter. But, like, Fiona and Shrek in the movie are a love interest, like a couple, whereas these two are half-siblings. Yeah. So that doesn't really make sense. So another one was Donkey. And we thought that was funny, and it would be funny to name a hippo Donkey. But, again, we not all of us were into the whole yeah. sh- keeping it a Shrek theme. But. I think the same thing for Donkey. It'd be cute for a little while, but then this this hippo is going to live for 35 or 40 years. Like, when it's a 30-year-old hippo just named Donkey, you're like, what is going on here? That'd be funny for those keepers to have to explain. Uh, but yeah, so, it came down to two names. Yeah. We were very thankful the zoo let the keepers vote. We worked as a team. We all... Well, we'll, we'll share exactly how, how did we get on. down to the two names? I was about to okay. say. So yeah, basically, um, each keeper was allowed to put in or suggest we made many many suggestions but when it came down to it and we yeah. had to we had, we had at one point one. we probably had what 25 30 names up on the whiteboard yes. at one point and yeah. then we'd like slowly be like does the majority of the team like this one and if it was a no we would just erase it because yeah. it, it became very overwhelming we scrolled through over like forty nine thousand names before yeah. we were like okay <laughs> i mean we got what what was it ninety thousand yes. suggestions um via social media and like you said like I mean, personally, I probably went through 20,000-ish, and it's like, 
at some point, there's only so many names you can look at. You saw essentially every name under the sun. Yes. Like, so we appreciate yeah. all of those. Loved it. We yes. loved the it feedback. It was fun yes. to look at. There were some wild ones. There were some crazy ones that we got a laugh out of. There were some that we actually legitimately took from your suggestions and of course. put on the whiteboard. Yeah. So like we loved reading through them all for sure. Yeah. But then at some point we had to narrow it down, of course. So mm -hmm. then eight of us suggested our favorite and then we scored those uh, 10 to 1, um, 10 being the most points and the highest score wins. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was really close and we were torn still a little bit, but it came down to Ferguson, which we loved because, okay, I have to bring this up. So many people wanted Augustus or August or Gus, which of course is cute. Like a hippo named Gus or Gus Gus would yeah. be so cute. But we wanted to let everyone know one of the reasons we did not choose that name or even put it in the running for us is because there was a male hippo born at Disney Animal Kingdom just a few years ago named Augustus and they call him Gus. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't bring another male hippo in with, within the same five years. Yeah, and after that just happened, name. yeah, yeah. So as cute as that is, like there, we had a reason for like kind of canceling out some of these names that we mm -hmm. saw that were extremely popular. But Ferguson kind of gave us a lot of nickname options. Yeah. Um, and so we thought that was cute. At least I did. That was my, what I threw in there. I liked Ferguson <laughs> as well. I probably would have went with Gus if it was yeah. Ferguson, but like some of the other keepers were like, oh, I'll call him Fergie. I'll call him Gus, whatever. If it ended up being Ferguson. But like you said, we had kind of gotten down to our two top two from our keeper staff based on our vote. And then that's what made kind of that, popular vote I guess you would say on social media yes yeah. and so it was Ferguson and Fritz in which of course Fritz is just adorable and the alliteration is there yeah and then our intern Val shout out to Val she's listening she actually suggested this yeah um and she had a really good reason which is in the Nutcracker the story of the Nutcracker the ballet um the little brother that comes in and like breaks the Nutcracker and kind of causes some trouble and like stirs things up it's a little brother. And so we're like, oh, well, this is the little brother to Fiona. Yeah. And we also, well, not we, but Fiona was added to the Cincinnati Nutcracker. So she was, yeah. <laughs> to the Cincinnati Nutcracker um, recently in the past few years, there is a Fiona who joined the cast. So as like a, a hippo. A giant inflatable hippo <laughs> yes. takes part in the Nutcracker Ballet. Incredible. <laughs> so there was that tie. And then it has German heritage and, you know, Cincinnati is a German town. And um, then, you know, we were really thinking about it. And my favorite reason is that BB's birth control, you could say, was on the fritz. That's what sold me. I was like, I forget who said the joke or which one of us mentioned it's actually it. actually my husband. Scott. Yeah. It was Scott. That's right. Yeah. We were, I was like sitting at home trying to think of like, okay, what are some really good reasons that this is a great fit other than it's cute and we just like it? And then, of course, the nutcracker and all of that, all these different reasons, but that was the winner for me. Yeah, that's what won me over was when you said Scott made the joke and he's like, well, the birth control was on the fritz, and I was like, so true. So true. So, yeah, um, you know, everyone that voted, 220,000 plus of you, um, it was about, like, I think it was a 56% um, fritz, fritz was the yeah. choice. So, um, yeah. you guys chose fritz, we chose fritz, it fits him, you know, I can totally see it now. I'm not yeah. like sad that Ferguson yeah, I'll say, didn't win. We should note that like with our keeper vote, 
you know, it, it was kind of established we were going to put both these top two names up for the public vote. But within our keeper vote, Fritz did win the keeper vote as yes. well. Yep. And then he won the, the public vote. So I think we kind of ended up getting, like, the best of both worlds, something that hopefully the public enjoys. Because obviously, like we mentioned, I mean, the public was such a big part of this. And we loved seeing all the comments, all the suggestions and everything. And then we were able to kind of narrow that down out of thousands and thousands yes. and come up with a name together so it really felt like a collaborative effort for, for us at least yeah and for what it's worth it really means a lot to us as keepers to have a part in naming these animals that we work with and definitely it, you know we want that opportunity so we're thankful um that we were allowed to be a, a major part of that and we appreciate how like passionate everyone was about this but we saw some of you getting very upset and we promised we thought this through yeah <laughs> there are reasons we didn't choose whatever name you thought was best i know finnegan was super popular i think finnegan is adorable but everyone wanted us to well the people that wanted us to name him finnegan and call him finn probably weren't thinking what we were thinking which is we also take care of the giraffe here mm -hmm. at the cincinnati zoo and we have a fennessy a giraffe named fennessy and we call him fen so for us, I was just too close. Yeah. I can picture on the radio calls, hey, Jenna, Finn's having an issue. Will you check it out? Did you say Finn or Fen? Exactly. The giraffe or the hippo? Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it would be very close to Fiona, Fiona and Finn. It would be cute, yeah. but, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Fritz. We have little Fritz. Fritz. Little baby Fritz. I love it. Um, so, we have talked about, like, his birth and everything leading up to that in a mm -hmm. past episode. Um and today we just kind of wanted to fill you in on how he's doing, let you know his name, how he got that choice. And, um, you know, we actually have been able to get a couple of weights on him now. And we can kind of extrapolate. So based off of the weight we got on him on August 6th, which he was born on August 3rd, mm -hmm. National Watermelon Day. On the 3rd, of course, we didn't bother trying to get away. I don't think we would have even had a chance yeah. at it. Like just letting him and BB bond. Um and it was a little bit tricky when we did finally get that first weight because this baby is like Velcro to BB and it's, it sticks right on her yeah. head. Um, but we, It's uncanny. Like you always kind of hear like reading about it coming into this birth and you're like, all right, the babies and moms stick really tightly together, but you don't really notice it or you don't really think it's going to be as extreme as it is when you see it in practice. And I swear, I have not, since that first night, the first night while BB and Baby were kind of bonding and getting used to each other was a little bit different, but since that first night, I don't think I've seen him more than a foot and a half from BB. Like, it is insane. Yeah, he is definitely really good at sticking by her side, yeah. and it, I think I've mentioned this before, but it must be so nice as a mom to have your baby actually cling to you, <laughs> stick to you, you don't have it's to worry the about running, yeah. away, running away from you. Um... But, yeah, he actually today, right before we, uh, we started recording this, I watched him. He was finally, like, going two feet away from her into another stall with his mouth wide open and, like, play fighting with her, kind Aww. of. Like, just, like, being a tough guy. Um, but, no, they've been bonding. So, to get them on the scale, thankfully, we have a really nice floor scale. Bibi just walks onto it. She gets snacks, walks over it, doesn't know the difference. Um, so, the first time... We just kind of threw some snacks in front of her, and then I gently and just like very carefully, I wasn't sure how BB would react at this point, held my hand like kind of in front of Fritz just long enough. I seriously, it was like maybe two seconds worth of BB pause. completely off the scale and him pausing still on it because he was right at her back leg. Like he almost always has his nose touching mm -hmm. a body part of hers, usually at the back end. Um, so he paused just long enough. 
and I was like watching him, watching my arm and just holding my phone up to take pictures of the, um, <laughs> the numbers on the scale. <laughs> and um, it was wild. I was shocked. So I think we mentioned in the last episode that we thought he was probably on the small end of normal. He's not. He's not. He's <laughs> extremely average. So uh, a hippo calf is typically between 50 and 100 pounds, we usually say. And Fiona, of course, was only 29 pounds. Mm -hmm. Very, very small. But this guy, he didn't look huge to me. I had guessed, I, I had guessed like 55 yeah, pounds. I guess 53. Yeah. I was like certain there was no way he was too much more than that. But they are so dense and muscular. And he's been really strong, you know, since day one. So that's fantastic. But he was 84 pounds on August 6th. So at three days old, a little less than three yeah. days old. And, um, or I'm sorry, I think he was three, it was Saturday, three days old. So 84 pounds, they gained two to three pounds a day, which makes me like, think he was probably about 80 pounds at yeah. birth. Probably I mean, between 75 and 80, somewhere yeah. in that range, which like you said, very average, which we thought he was going to be small. Yes. Like, he just looks so small compared yeah. to BB and it's hard to remember exactly like and put it into like a picture in my head how big Fiona was. Yeah. And um, anyway, so yeah, our first weight we got on him was 84 pounds. So he was probably 75 to 80 pounds that first night when he was born. And then recently we announced on Facebook and Instagram and social media that he was 102 pounds last Friday. Yeah. And now on August 15th. How much do you think he weighs, Mark? I oh. haven't told. I haven't told oh. Mark. I honestly didn't believe it, but he stepped on the scale twice for me and stayed like for okay. a very like significant amount of time, which was like ten seconds. But but that's that's a, that's a good amount of yes, time for, for sure. Him. Yeah, I feel confident. I mean, just based on the fact that he has been growing quickly, we've seen a lot of nursing from him. Like you said, on Friday, that's three days ago, he was 102 pounds. They gained two to three pounds a day. On the high end, I'd put him at like 111, 112. I'm going to go 111. Okay, so I was shocked. And this is why I didn't believe it. But he was 114. No way. Yes, so he's gaining oh at least my three plus gosh. So, very, very, very impressive. That's incredible. That's a testament to him. Because this boy is very, very active like yes. he's always moving he's always working out so to speak like he's <laughs> swimming in the pools he's getting his exercise in also a testament to bb though yeah she's like, doing great with she's the nursing yeah she's killing it as a mom right now she has been so fantastic she's letting him nurse she's taking care of him we can talk about the big event that they had today that bb yeah. was so amazing with so did you want to touch on that yeah, so he's been doing really well, and I just wanted to say first that, like, I'm so impressed with BB. She's been parking him next to us, so she trusts us so much, and yeah. he's coming up and being brave. Like, I've heard all these stories about hippo moms being so protective, which she is, mm -hmm. but, like, kind of hiding their calves, and she... Or showing some aggression towards keepers, like, that had all been, I'd heard was kind of common coming yeah, into this. Like, yeah, like, just really, really protective, but... Not only is she allowing us to like reach towards him and him to come towards us, but um, she'll just lay there and she's super calm about it and doesn't care. And she's literally bringing him to us. Like yeah. she could sleep in the pools, she could sleep like on the far end of a stall. Instead, she's parking him next to the gates where we can like touch her and touch him. Yeah. And then the best part is he's so brave. So he comes up yeah. to us and like wants to mouth on our hands and get mouth massages. Like you've probably seen videos of Fiona getting. And he's just getting rowdier and rowdier every day. He's so curious. He's hilarious. He's so curious. <laughs> yeah. So today was a big day here in Hippo Cove. 
for the hippo team, um, we did decide that we were going to let BB and Fritz out onto our main habitat, which is about nine to 10 feet deep in the middle. Um, and it's BB's job to get him to the surface if he can't reach. Mm -hmm. And we, we, well, actually, we truly still aren't sure if he can reach from nine feet to the surface. Um, because BB did such a fantastic job of doing what hippo moms do, which is keeping their babies in the shallow end. Yeah. So, um, describe what you saw, because I was in the back moving doors. What yeah. happened when they first came out? So, when they first came out, I think BB, obviously, because she's been inside taking care of the Fritz, she hasn't been out in, what, two weeks now almost, right? Almost, yeah. yeah Wednesday almost will be two, two weeks. two weeks, because they've been behind the scenes bonding. So, I think BB was just kind of relieved to get out there for mm -hmm. a little bit. And there was some spare hay on the ground from... Uh, from Fiona and Tucker that they had left over. So BB was kind of mouthing at some of the hay, and then the baby, which I've seen him kind of mimic mom in the same way, he started mouthing at whatever was on the ground. Couldn't quite tell what it was. Looked like just some Timothy hay or something. He starts mouthing at it, a little curious. Um, I thought he might have a reaction to the sand, because this is mm. the first time on sand substrate. He didn't really seem to notice too much, um, but pretty quickly after that, they walked down into the pools, um, and that I, had to have been the cutest part. So cute. Oh my <laughs> goodness. So cute. So once they get out of the pools, I think Baby was... I still call him Baby. I know. We didn't we have, have a name, a name for, for him. So I call him Fritz now. I think Fritz was a little bit taken off guard. I think he thought he was walking... You know, our, our indoor pools, they have a little bit of a gentler slope. It's a really kind of easier slope for them to navigate. Whereas when he kind of got out into the pool, he was like... Oh my goodness, this is deep. <laughs> he, he seemed to fall under at first and then propel himself really quickly back to the surface. But yeah, at that point, you had gotten back outside, right? Um, yeah, they were already okay. in the water when I came out. Okay. Yeah. But they were doing well, but BB was sort of hiding him more out there than she does inside. Yeah. And she was loving the waterfall, which anybody who comes often knows that BB loves to sleep under that. But she was like putting her head under it and mm -hmm. rolling to the side. And I think one of our volunteers saw, uh, said she saw nursing, which I didn't. But there were tons of fish, and the water was a, wasn't the cleanest it's ever been a this morning, murky, so yeah. we couldn't see super well. And then they were like camouflaging together and stuff, so it was yeah. sort of hard to see him. But BB never let him get past like that first window, or nope. you know, I guess we could compare that to like four feet probably. Yeah. And she would literally turn her whole body to block the shallow end, and he would be on the opposite side, so closer to land. And she did. A fantastic she was basically job. like using her body to create a baby pool yes, for him. Exactly. Like she had made four <laughs> barriers, so the only way that he could go was towards the ramp to get out of the pool. And then he had this really shallow pool, which, you know, BB typically when she first goes out in the morning and she gets in her pool, before Fritz, she loves going on her laps. You know yes. what I mean? She'd usually get get out in the pool, yeah, get some exercise in, and swim. Which I was curious to see, like, is she still going to swim her laps like normal? Nope, she was right next to that baby. She did not take him into the deep end. She was not letting him stray far from her. And Fritz didn't want to stray far from no. BB anyway, so she didn't have to worry about it. But yeah, yeah, it was it was super interesting. She's been fantastic, and that's been one of the most exciting things is to see her as a mom this time, yeah. um, from the very beginning. But yeah, so today we just let them out for like an hour, and then BB came right in when um, I opened the door and, and called for her. And uh, we'll try it again tomorrow and just kind of see how things go. Slowly we'll invite staff so that there's a bigger crowd out by the windows. And hopefully, you know, by the end of the week or next week, we'll have the public there. Mm -hmm. um, we hope that you are patient. Like I said, it was just our hippo team and a few other um, people. And it was very difficult to see him. Yeah. He's small. There's 
you know, BB there trying to do her best to keep him safe. Yeah. So he might be behind her. Um, so be kind and be patient. You know, if people are waiting yeah. to see him, um, you know, it might take a few minutes. So definitely before yeah. he pops up and when he pops up for a breath, it, it doesn't last long. It's quick. It's a split <laughs> second and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Just enough to get those nostrils above the, the water surface, get some air and go right back under. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, but hopefully in a couple of uh, weeks or months, he'll, you know, be going back and forth and yeah. get a better view of him. I yeah. can't wait for the first time that he runs along the sand. Like, oh you know, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> See if he gets the zoomies like her. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm sure he will. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like Jenna said, this is all obviously subject to change. We're going at BB's dictating this. We're mm -hmm. going at her pace. However BB and Fritz handle all of this is how we're going to handle it. We're kind of just going off the signs that they can give us. But fingers crossed so far so good. First day out in the pool was a success. We were all really happy with it. It's always kind of like a a nerve-wracking sink or swim moment, you know what I mean? Where Literally. <laughs> BB has been amazing. We trust BB to do a great job because she's been so good. But I'd be lying if I said a, a part of me wasn't really nervous when he got in that big pool and I'm like, oh man, something could go wrong here. Yeah, like but, she did fantastic keeping him in the shallow end, but I think it'll be a little scarier the moment that they do go into the deep end yeah. and see if he can get to the surface. Yeah. So. He's going to have to get to the surface with those strong legs or yes. BB kind of propel him up with her snout, which mm -hmm. I've seen her do a couple times, but yeah, she's going to have to keep an eye on her. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I don't think it'll be long. I mean, he's growing, like we said, two to... 114 pounds. Yes. I cannot believe that. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. He's not even two weeks old yet. So, um, That's crazy. yeah, overall he's doing good. Yeah, what about as far as uh, moving forward, do you think? Like... I know people are really, really eager to see this baby with Fiona. Oh, yes. What are your thoughts on that? I know we're probably still a while away from that. Yeah, we're taking yeah. it, you know, day by day. And, of course, this baby needs to learn how to navigate the pool outside first. And we need to make sure that he can handle the depth and knows where the shallow end is before we add in another hippo. Mm -hmm. And um, so far, I know people are concerned about Fiona, her and Tucker, you know, sleep together. They are doing great. She keeps them really busy. I'm sure Tucker can't wait for a <laughs> night to himself at this point. Um, but Fiona hasn't shown any signs that she's upset or anything. Yeah. And uh, she hangs out with Tucker. But that has been kind of the opposite side of this, though, about the the baby. The baby. I keep calling him baby. I'm so sorry. The Fritz-Beebe dynamic is... It's been really fun to see Tucker and Fiona's relationship yeah. evolve because to me, I think before all of this, Fiona just kind of thought Tucker was a toy. She really, when she needed like sleeping or resting time or bonding time, BB. she always went to BB. Yeah. But now we've seen her go to Tucker for those kind of situations and kind of exhibit a different behavior with him, which has been really fun. Actually, that's a good point. It'll be interesting to see when they are like reintroduced if Fiona will choose Tucker or BB yeah. to sleep with. I, I mean, we hope to see all four, but Tucker kind of likes his space when he sleeps. Yeah. I, don't, I don't blame him. I don't blame him either. <laughs> but um, he has been, of course, accepting and lets Fiona, um, you know, we've caught them sleeping on land with her resting her head on him, just like she used to do BB. Yeah. So we're very thankful that Tucker has been so great. And um, yeah, so we'll eventually have BB and Fritz go nose to nose inside with a gate between them and Fiona. And as long as we aren't seeing any signs of aggression um, with BB towards Fiona, you know, that could take an hour or that could take days before we determine like, yeah, mm. BB seems comfortable or like they'll eat hay nicely next to one another with a gate between them, that sort of thing. Um, and then I'm sure we'll introduce them to the pool outside um, 
And then once they are all established, and once BB's birth control, her new dosage, is kicked in for sure, then we can try Tucker. Um, but that'll definitely be further down the road. Yeah. Definitely at least a few weeks out. So um, all of this, the introductions are going to be the uh, most nerve-wracking for me. Just, yeah. I don't want anyone to get hurt if there is like a scuffle, even if it's not dangerous for two adults, but if the baby's in between them, or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want... BB and Fiona's relationship to somehow suffer if we don't do it, you know, quickly enough or if we yeah. do it too quickly. And then poor Tucker. I mean, I'm pretty certain he'll have a few new scrapes one yeah. after that intro, but hopefully... BB's going to be protective of that baby. I think so, too. But... Yeah, hopefully he does what he's been doing and just kind of stays out of the way and she realizes that he's not going to bother her or the baby and yeah. they can all just eventually work it all out it's only been less than a year almost a year in september when tucker since yep. tucker joined us so it hasn't been that long and they're learning to be roommates and overall get along really well but now we've yeah. added a baby to the mix so I we know. shall see tucker has been by the way seems more interested in either bb i wanted to ask or the that baby. will you describe what they've they've seen each other inside just yes. from kind of afar will you describe how those kind of interactions went yeah so they've been um fiona and tucker have been coming in in the mornings and the evenings for breakfast and dinner um, with basically a hallway between them where the keepers work and um, they've not been able to like touch noses or anything but Tucker stares and like tries to put his head through the bars and like <laughs> get a good look and um, Fiona just goes about eating and she's looked but she hasn't done anything like Tucker so it could have to do with hormones. Tucker, you know, BB mm-hmm. could be going through a, a postpartum estrus cycle and that makes him really interested. Um, but honestly, it before we saw certain signs that made us seem like like more vocalizations and more sniffing and and things that he does when she's cycling. Before that, he was like just staring at the baby and he would be slow to shift outside and he would be slow to eat because he'd just like have his eyes over there. So there's no way to know if it's BB or the baby. Maybe it's both. But he seems very interested yes. in them. So I think that's really cute. I think so too. Yeah. It'll be fun for us. I'm, I was very intrigued by the fact that Fiona didn't seem really interested. I, I thought Fiona would be like, who's that with my with my mom? You know, like, yeah. what's going on over there? But she's more worried about her food. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe when they're a little bit closer and she gets a better look or something, she'll be different. But overall, I guess I'm happier to see her, like, not caring. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't... Obviously, everyone's worried about her being upset. And I don't yeah. think that's the case. So... Yeah, I don't think so at all. I think she's totally happy. Her and Tucker have a... A new relationship dynamic, and she's, let's be honest, Fiona's happy with the keeper interaction as well. Like, I think the fact that we're there to stimulate her is always fun for her, and she's hamming it up for visitors like she always is, and getting plenty of treats and plenty of food through all this. Yes, and it'll be a short blip in her life once it's all over, so she'll be great. Definitely. Well, is there anything else you think we should touch on? I don't think so. I mean... We touched on her big day, his big day, Fritz's big day in the pool today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. hasn't really been that long, and we've already done two episodes about him. So. I, know, I know, I'm sure there'll <laughs> be more to come. I think we've shared a lot, but yeah, hopefully the rest of the pool intros go well, and and then Fiona, and then eventually Tucker in the next month or so. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for visitors to actually be able to come see him, because it's one thing to see him in videos, obviously, and then it's another thing to actually see him in person, and yeah. he is just, I cannot believe he's 114 pounds, because he is so, so little. Like, seeing him in that giant pool today, next to BB, he is so little. Like, so small. He's the, he's the size of, like, one of her legs. He's, I know. <laughs> he's tiny. Still smaller than her head, for sure. Yeah, definitely. 
Oh, all right. Well, then if there's nothing else that we've forgotten, I want to ask you because I don't think I have yet. I don't think so either. What can oh, I do? These episodes kind of run together sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been recording a lot of them, but I don't think I've answered it yet. Do you have yeah. anything that uh, you could share today? Yeah, definitely. What can I do? Definitely. So if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're an animal lover, an animal fan. You probably have pets at home. If you have pets at home, odds are you might have a cat. So I'm a huge cat Mark person. is a cat lover. Huge cat person. I love my two cats. Shout out to Tim and Olive. Y'all are the best. Uh, huge cat lover. So something that um, my, me and my fiance always kind of struggled with was the litter can be a little bit uh, not so eco-friendly, let's say. Mm, like yeah. the litter itself and the bags themselves. It's kind of... Uh, I don't know, it's not necessarily the greenest practice, and there are always ways that you can evolve and get better, right? So what we've done in the past was we just used, like, a little Kroger bag. Every time we scooped litter, we'd use a Kroger bag, whatever. And we could kind of sit back and recognize, like, yeah, that's not the best, but we do all these other green practices in our life, and we can justify that, you know, that's one blip that we can improve on, whatever. And it was easy to just kind of shuffle it under the rug. But we finally have just decided to take the leap and say, like, no, we need to practice what we preach. This is important to us. We need to make a change. So we've gone to biodegradable litter bags oh. instead of the... Oh, the bags that you're actually... Yeah. So not the, the like litter that they're going to the, the restroom in. The litter itself, too. But oh, that's nice. something that um, they make biodegradable litter. That's something we're kind of transitioning with. Okay. So we're making sure our cats are still using the litter box because we definitely want them to use it, but yes. trying to work in this new substrate, yeah. Okay, so new litter. substrate yep. and the bags. And the bags. So are they almost like the doggy bags that you can get that are biodegradable, or are these specific ones that people should, like, look up? Or So we got them on, on Chewy. Okay. Um, the, the product name is Beyond. I'm sure there are different kinds of brands, different mm-hmm. products, but we use Beyond Green. Okay. Um, but... It's like a plant-based bag. Okay, cool. So instead of using a plastic bag every time we scoop litter now, we're just using one of these biodegradable bags. And it, it's been absolutely no difference for us. Like, you know, it's the exact same action. It's all the same, but you pay a couple bucks for the bags. And they're really not bad. I mean, forget the exact numbers. I think we got like a, ba- a box of 75 for 10 bucks or something like okay. that. You know, say you, if you're scooping litter two or three times a week, that'll get you through three or four months, right? <laughs> sure. I have to check yeah, my math there. <laughs> so it's really not too bad. It's not too time consuming. It's not this huge money pit that you have to invest into. Yeah. But it's just a quick, easy change you can make as a cat owner to be a little bit more eco-friendly and eco-conscious. Yeah, yeah I like that. Mm. I wouldn't have thought of that since I don't have cats. But we kind of do similar things, you know, try and find ways to reduce the bags we use here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have reusable lawn bags that we'll put like lion and dog, yeah. um, you know, waste from hay to poop actually in, and then just dump that in the dumpster rather than using garbage bags all the time mm-hmm. or straight into a wheelbarrow and dump that in the dumpster. So don't really thought of it on a smaller scale. Yeah. But. In general, just the single use plastics yes. overall we can cut back on, but it's easy to kind of, when you can pinpoint a single action that, right. you know, that's where I use a lot of single-use bags is just scooping kitty litter. So yeah, that's exactly. Let's knock those out. Small, yeah. <laughs> small single actions that's that everyone right. can do. Awesome. Well, thanks. Yep. That's a good absolutely. one. Okay. Well, I'm sure we'll We've be back. We've got nothing else for Fritz? Uh, I don't think well, so. You probably got to get back to the building and I check do. on him, right? Yes, I know. <laughs> so much to do these days. It was a wild morning. So it was a wild announcing morning. Announcing his name, Baby Fritz. Oh, no. We're very excited to have him here. And thank you again for everyone, all of your suggestions and how much you love him already. We can't wait for you all to see him. 
and we'll update you again if there's a bunch of exciting information. I'm sure when intros happen, we can do an episode about that. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, we like Jenna said that we definitely appreciate all the support, all the comments, all the love on social media that the baby's gotten, that we've gotten. It's been amazing. Uh, a little overwhelming at times, but amazing. <laughs> we definitely appreciate it. Excited for you guys to come see him. It still boggles my mind that this hippo is receiving national news you know like we did an interview this morning with the today show for the second or third time it's like how cool is it that enough people in the world care about this new hippo that they want to share it on national news it's wild i mean awesome amazing that's we're here what we're here for that's what we're here for yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's every keeper's dream to have your animal make national news right it's incredible yeah but it's it's, i still ask why sometimes i'm like (laughs) i can't believe this but i love it i mean we think they're that special yeah anyways thanks for listening everyone we will see you slash not see you but talk to you later (laughs) (laughs) take care guys thanks for listening